Welcome to another fantastic podtastic episode of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. My name is Brandon. And my name is Brandon, and we are coming back to you for the 123rd time, are we not? We are. Okay, you Good are. counting. Yeah. You have to be confident when you throw out numbers like that. It's been a lot of episodes. A lot of uh, weekly episodes every few months. <laughs> so congratulations us. Oh, and um, happy Pride Month, I want to say. Just yeah. to, uh, This is our first recording in the month of June. I always struggle with months because if someone is a part of your life and you welcome them into your community, it seems almost like kind of small to just give them a month. It's like, you know, I just hope that whatever celebration, whatever feeling we have towards people of these communities that we have, like in the spirit of saying, hey, this month is for you, we treat those people in our lives like that all year round. Yes. Yeah. This is a good month to very openly and publicly recognize it, though. Yeah. Anyway. That's all. We're we're here to... uh, Oh, and I want to admit a mistake. Okay. You know, I'm comfortable sharing that this whole time up of my life up until now, I've been pronouncing it Bernstein Bears. And Be- it's, it's it's Bear Berenstein. and Stain. Yeah, Bear. It's, oh, that's right. The A-I-N. Yeah. I swear somewhere like a Mandela effect happened that, in my yeah, life. Yeah, that, that is an absolute Mandela effect. It's because on the, the list. Yeah. I used to call them the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. And then I would call them the Berenstein Bears because I, I never saw an A-I-N at the end. Maybe like they went back and like... Reduxed some of like the covers to make the A look like an E or mm-hmm. vice versa. But I did I'm, we ever talk about the Berenstain Bears? I'm sorry, can you say that very clearly? I try. I really. I, you could tell I was like about to say Berenstain, but no. Did we ever talk about Berenstain Bears? Like, why are you? I don't correcting know, yourself. Did we ran- say that on the pod? No, I. I'm, check our archives. <laughs> Let us know if they're uh, like if we're we not going to go through our archives I, and check. I I genuinely don't know, but I I can't shake this feeling of like. I'm finally ready to admit that I've been wrong. I have a little bit of a correction as well. Please. Remember when we were talking about comorbidities? <laughs> yeah, comorbid titties. Comorbid titties. I, I, you I, were all about that word for like five minutes. I was like, who it's is It's a cool this? word. It's a cool word. Yeah, but that's not anything I'd ever heard you and say before. And I wasn't before. incorrect on what it, they were, but I learned a little bit more about what they were. Because I just randomly was like, you know what? I don't think I really know what they are. No. It's like when you have two ailments that together are making something worse. Yeah. Oh, like I got cancer and diabetes thanks to you? Yeah. <laughs> what is that from? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, that's right. When he wants to go to the Super Bowl. Because Meatwad won tickets. All right. So today, though. It's going to be the Super Bowl of kind of, I wouldn't say. Multiverses. I wouldn't say it was. it's off-brand for us, but it's off the beaten path of like, you know, yeah, our, our actually, big outlets that we draw our power from. After seeing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness... This is one of those, remember Deep Impact and uh, Armageddon came out at the same time, and you're like, what's up with these two movies at the same time about, you know. Very similar. Yeah, about very similar topics. I feel that same way right now with multiverses. I mean, we've already been starting to get some. We had Spider-Verse. But right now, we have two multiverse movies. Mm -hmm. We have the Doctor Strange one. Sucked ass. Which was not good. Yeah. And then we had this... A24. So you already knew it was elevated, movie, indie is, feeling. Yeah, kind of artsy. Artsy. It's, like, it's weird. It's artsy. Yeah. It's not indie necessarily, no, but no, it certainly ran under the radar. Oh, speaking of A24, um, they did The Northman. It's now out on Peacock. I do want to see that. I do intend to see that. that Maybe really future neat. future thought. Just had to throw it out there. So we're talking about, of course, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. Despite its kind of tongue twisting title, um, really, really cool movie. I remember actually seeing the commercials. Or not a commercial, but the trailer online. I was like, 
that looks like something I don't want to miss. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's going to be a little bit of a trip. No, and it was no surprise. Oh, by the way, I guess spoilers. It's been out for a few weeks, um, but it's this isn't the most spoilery of movies. Yeah, so we'll go into spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't seen this movie, we highly recommend go see it before listening to this podcast, and then please come back and and give this a listen. Um, but before we get into all that, I know what you're going to say. We've got something to do, and yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we need to pay respects to Ray Liotta, our fallen hero. That's. What I was going to say. Do you have a favorite movie of his or a movie he was in? Goodfellas. Well, yeah, that's the generic answer. Uh, I mean, it's but it's one of his best. Oh, yeah. It's a signature role. I will go with the movie Powder Blue. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Nope. You never sought out Jessica Beals. Beals? (laughs) Jessica Beals Beals? No. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jessica Beal, who has always kind of been... She's very attractive. You know. Yeah. She uh, is topless in that movie. Therefore, because Ray Liotta also being in it... Okay. It is my favorite movie that he is in. Oh, well, so, rest in peace. And comorbidities. <laughs> Did he have a comorbidity? Like, what I, was his cause of I death? Don't, I don't know. I don't want to pry. I didn't look into it. Rest in peace regardless. Um, as you can tell, humor gets us through uh, the hard times. So I actually wanted to do something different with you, Brandon. Please do. Uh, but don't touch me. That's all right. <laughs> we like to tell you about goods, products, services, and other little fun things that you might have an interest in if you're, um, if you're buying it. Well, uh, it's not real. It's a fake sponsor. And oftentimes, at the end of a, a podcast, we also do a shadow of the synopsis. Yes. So I kind of wanted to like oddly blend the two. Okay. So this is, this is new ground. And if it sucks, it was Brandon's idea. Um, but if it rules, you know, you know what's up. So, so Brandon. I'm, you're going to have to explain how, what you mean by that. So. Yeah, allow me okay. to clarify. So I have some fake sponsors. Okay. And I want you to discern... A la, like when we quiz each other. Are they our old fake sponsors or are they new ones? These are all new to you and me, but one of them is, only one of them is fake. Oh. Yes. Okay. So which one of these is not like the other? Okay. And I actually spent a lot of time and effort in crafting this, so just really sell it like it's fun, even though it might suck. Okay. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Okay. So good at acting. So listeners, Brandon, Mm -hmm. I'm going to read you three potential fake sponsors. Okay. Two are real. Okay. Actually exist somewhere out in the universe as bizarre as they're going to sound. Okay, cool. One of them is fake. Here we go. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to compose myself. First potential fake sponsor is Jew Belong. Have you ever asked yourself, why be Jewish? <laughs> Us too. The short answer is that Judaism is a somewhat easy and time-tested way to add meaning and connection to your life. But yeah, sometimes Judaism can be more complicated than your last girlfriend. That's where Jew Belong comes in, because you belong with us. Think of us as a friendly, kind of funny kid from the geometry class who explained in simple language without judgment only what you needed to know for the test. We provide straightforward explanations, readings, and rituals to help warm your heart to Judaism. We promise never to Jew-barris you, because you... Oh my you... god. We... <laughs> Stop. We promise never to Jubaris you because we've been there. What about Jew Barrymore? Yeah, she's uh, the official <laughs> sponsor. We're thrilled that you're here, and we hope you find what Jew are looking for. <laughs> so, okay, and I'm going to do this in a, a voice that might offend. I forgive. <laughs> I don't know if you should. Well, I'm going to. So you eat bacon. <laughs> no. Big deal. God has bigger things to worry about. Jewbelong.com. Okay. 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 
All right, and then next, <laughs> next, Brandon, is Swallow Your Pride, a hookup site for proud gay males who are wanting to give and or receive oral satisfaction to completion. Wow, this is timely for the month. At Swallow Your Pride, <laughs> we never spit. Okay. Okay, and then the last one, potential fake sponsor, is Nudicles. These are testicular implantations for pets, helping neuter-hesitant pet owners overcome the trauma of altering and allowing their beloved pet to retain its natural look and self-esteem. For These are testicles for neutered animals. Nudicles. So take a second, digest this. <laughs> wow. Two of these are absolutely a real thing out in the world. One of I, them are I, I think you did a, a good job pulling three together that are... I swear to kind you. Kind of that... equally ridiculous. Yes. All plays on words. I think... Would you like to hear them one more time? Yes, just, not, the, not, just, just not, the name yeah, of Just them. the titles. Yes. There's Jew Belong, okay. Swallow Your Pride, and Nudicles. I'm going to say Swallow Your Pride is not real. Okay. Survey says... Good job. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That, that's fake? And then, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was I, I made that. Damn it. I... Should have timed this better. If I had done this in November, you would probably thought like it was fake. No, or I just, it wasn't fake. I think because that would be way too, like, way too strong of a, a suggested thing to have as the name of it. Like, oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I was actually going to go with something else, which is an actual legit uh, male hookup site. That, but I'm like, maybe he's heard of it because it's out there. Uh, Squirt.org. No, I did not. I've oh, not heard of that. Yeah, they promote cruising. And if you ever see my profile, then it's totally not me. Yeah. Somebody used my picture. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, they promote cruising. And then I was like... Cruising? I, yeah. And so I was actually looking at that website, right? And then I thought, you know, out of, like, again, no, no, like, hate here, but just, like, as I was looking at that website on my phone, and then I'm like, wait, if my girlfriend was to ever see this, she'd be like, <laughs> um, hey, do you want to tell me something? So I actually ended up just... We were talking the other night. I was like, oh, just so you know. Just so I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, there's a K. There's, there's a squirt.org. <laughs> and then I didn't download the app. I just went to oh. the wiki. And then I actually w- went to the website. Like you're like, in case you start I, typing in SQ because you're searching for squirrels and squirt. On my phone, yeah. Dot org. <laughs> yes, and it auto searches it based on my history. I, so I just told her and she's like, oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. Good good yeah. job. Well, your girlfriend's cool like that. Yeah, it's nice to have that. Yeah. And it's nice, that, to, have, it's nice to have a gullible girl who, who believes you. What the hell did you say? I said it's nice to have a gullible girl who believes you. Oh, gullible girl. That was <laughs> gullible girls. Because we know really you were. But either way, it was for the betterment of our podcast, <laughs> okay. which is off to a great start. But now that is behind us. Let's look to what's in front of us. Um, tread lightly if you still intend to see the movie. We will be, you know, yes. talking about some of the finer points that made this, this a great film. This is the kind of movie that there's no way of understanding. Like the synopsis and all of the really great things, but also really silly things, unless you've seen this movie. So we will talk about some things that are going to sound ridiculous and they are absolute spoilers. And the only way that they will make sense is if you've seen this movie. Yeah. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, thanks for seeing this so I don't have to. Or, oh, now that I've heard you talk about it, I can't wait to see it. I hope you're more on that side of things. It's like... This shouldn't be a replacement for the movie because the movie just has to be experienced for sure. It really does. Yeah. So, uh, like we tried to save people time and money, you know, on the last one. Yeah. You really don't need to see Doctor Strange. Like don't. genuinely. Yeah. Um, you can just listen. To see this, the Asian Doctor Strange. 
this was in a way, yeah. That was my line. I was just that. Right I know. I was, and I was just about to say when you said that, I laughed out loud. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. So let's get into this. Overall thoughts. What are your overall thoughts of everything, everywhere, all at once? <laughs> the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me clarify. Yeah. It was really good. It was spanning a lot of different genres of film mm. and facets of cinema. But also still felt grounded in its own. Yes. That, you know, does that make sense? Yes. It was very original. Like, you know, we just had a, the briefest of discussions on the car ride back. Um, but yeah, so you heard me say it, it felt incredibly original. I would be almost really bummed out to find, I would be bummed out to find out if this was an adaptation. Because this, I want to, to believe. like a so, book? Yeah. Uh, I, just I don't wa- know. I just want to believe this was a, a vision someone had just specifically for the camera. You know what I mean? Because it made so much sense on camera. And there's certain things. Yeah visually in this that just would not transcribe on the page the yes. same and which is always you know written words on the page what what's on screen are always hard to translate back or forth but there's you know i think of the scene where the whole movie comes to like the slowdown and it's just two rocks in a desert and so literally weird. just words on the screen because these two rocks are talking to each other this is, this is a great example of what I mean. Is if you haven't seen this, this makes no sense to you. Yeah. Th- therefore, but, you got to go see it, despite yeah. what we have to say. But like, that, how 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 does that translate on a page? You know, visually, yeah. it's just that's the impact. Yeah. You know, it, it felt at times like controlled spin art. You know, I always I yeah. love that metaphor. But just I was like, what is going on here? But in like the best way possible, uh, I do felt like I do felt I I did feel like <laughs> I feel like. It felt like, take your pick, that the movie suffered from just kind of a drag in its final act. Um, and that's something apparently we've all felt. Uh, you are seeing this for the second time. I am seeing it for the first time. You and your wife saw it together and we all kind of agreed, you know, without even conferring with each other first. Yeah, the, the, the final act dragged on a little much with some of the, the choices that would be my one thing that just contributes to my overall, but it's not yeah. a takeaway. Yep. But that's just when you, I, if someone is like, oh, what's that movie about? I'm like, well, it's good, this and that. Kind of lost itself at the end a little bit. Got back on track in the final, final minutes. Overall, really cool, really original. Um, I dare even say mind-bending at times, especially with mm-hmm. like the way like fractures of the mind were represented on screen. And then, But it felt oddly familiar. I felt like this was a movie that hearkened to like so many other movies that I've seen before. It felt like Alice in Wonderland had composed that. It felt like uh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Uh, Wizard of Oz. You know, it felt like the matrix, which they clearly, Oh, there was, I I actually had a lot of matrix. Yeah. Right. Right. Right from the get go when they're in the elevator. Yeah. And, and he's just like, listen to me. I don't have time, you know? Yeah. Um, It felt a lot like Kung Fu hustles with just some of the absurdity but the brilliant choreography, yep. it, it was just all over the place. And it had like just influence, but not like remake vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, some movies like they're influenced by other movies so much. You're like, cool. So you're just basically retelling the story. It felt like it had its own. It stood on its own. And I really applaud that. And I, like I was telling you, I cannot help but think this is going to get some attention come Oscar season just because of A, the the originality of the screenplay, the the acting, especially from the two leads, was so good. And it was just... By two leads, do you mean the, 
Michelle Yeoh and um, the kid, well, the adult the kid we formerly knew as Data. Data. Okay, yeah. But I also think that their daughter in in this yeah. did incredibly well. Yeah. I, yeah. I think she's great. Um, it was just, it was a mind bender, but like lighthearted and emotional mind bending, not just like super sci-fi, but almost had like some elements of sci-fi too. It was just. It did. but And then but some ridiculousness to it. Oh, and, like Naked Gun um, or yeah. uh, Hot Shots kind of slapstick humor, but like in a controlled and original fashion. I don't. Yeah, was, th- they took the idea of multiverses and they just went for it. And they, they they weren't afraid to just make some ridiculousness. And there's a universe where humans have hot dogs for fingers. Like they would go back to that pretty regularly. And, and it was just awkward, but it was funny. And it made you kind of want to like look away from the screen because you're kind of grossed out, but at the same time you're laughing. I just, I appreciate that they weren't afraid to take a concept that could be really serious. Yeah. Like the story and the concept is a serious one, but they were, they purposely decided to just allow it to be ridiculous. The fact that one of the characters decides to put everything on a bagel, literally everything, and it creates a black hole. It doesn't make any sense. But when they tell you, it's just, you know, you can just hear people in the theater just chuckle. And Oh, do you remember the guy bef- in front of us? At one point, he just, like, kind of had a breakdown. <laughs> he, just he just started, started laughing for, like, two minutes straight. <laughs> for something that wasn't that funny. Yeah. I remember. I was like, there's better jokes. I don't understand why you are thinking this one is something that's worth just cracking up over. And it felt like it was a little bit of a, a peek inside if you've never actually been inside the home of a, a Chinese family. And I, I don't a, a know. Chinese American. Sure. In that sense, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, the carryover was very yeah. much um, intact. And I, I say this with, I have some years of experience when I used to uh, do in-home installation for internet at my job. Mm-hmm. And we, our biggest uh, base at the time that I was doing in-home visits, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, yeah. Chinese, American, some semblance of first generation uh, Chinese families with their now second generation families all living together. Yeah. And just the visuals was very much on par with my experiences. Just a lot of stuff everywhere. A lot of home businesses. We live up here in the apartment and our business is down there. Mm-hmm. And straight up, I'm, it was, I was just one to like clap on shoulder. I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. Sorry, I'm doing that in person now. Don't as I touch speak. me. I'm sorry, it's the theme of this episode. <laughs> but I literally was in a situation yeah. where there was a, a, a family and they had their parents. I don't know who uh, was who, but you know, living with them. And no English was spoken, and it felt just like not only like a time, but a culture shock both yep. ways. And they had a laundromat business downstairs. So you just felt, this is, I've I seen was, this family before. I, I, I've lived yeah. this, and it just felt really cool to see it represented on screen. And just, you know, how the mom is caught in between. Her daughter is just now American. Her dad is Chinese living in America She's somewhere somewhere in the middle generationally and between, you know, times. And it was just, yeah. yeah, And she was like, also like for anyone knows who, who knows Chinese moms, you know, there's certain stereotypes that you associate with like different types of moms. Like, Oh, the Hispanic mom wants to cook for, or the Italian grandma wants to cook for everyone. The Hispanic mom will hit you with a sandal. Just like some of these, like (laughs) a chunk. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Look it up. Okay. (laughs) Um, 
and then and call you Miho though and afterwards and love you. And right. the Chinese mom will just say whatever they want. Right. You know, and remember she does that when she has and a brash, chance to yeah, brashly so, yeah. yeah. And then just like what? That's just how we do things. And she like encapsulated that perfectly with her daughter uh-huh. when you know she had the chance to like say something as she's partying and her daughter's obviously disappointed and doesn't feel like she has her back she's like oh by the way you're fat <laughs> yeah and then she comes back to it and she's like yeah you are fat but i still love you yeah like it was just the way it looped in and of itself basically this was like an alice in wonderland or a wizard of oz like there's all this shit going on in what felt to me like her head over the course of a day and, and a night basically because we never mm-hmm. really travel outside that first scene when they're, you know, preparing the stuff when she's about to get served her papers versus the party for her dad. And then, yeah, it was just very contained, but it felt like it spanned forever. Yeah. Well, and that comes to that third act being... So I remember when I first watched it, you know, the first act, because it's broken up into three acts, the first act comes early on. And it, and it it's lasts longer. a long time. It's longer time. than the rest, for sure. It, it lasts a long time to the point where you forget that we're in Act One. And so by the time Act Two comes along, you're like, "Wow, that." I didn't see the clear definition between the two. Yeah, it felt just. Like, it just if, felt like another. Yeah, just like the next scene. Yeah, and I, I could have done without that actually. Like that, that felt very Tarantino-ish to me. Yeah, and sometimes I get it. I don't feel like that was necessary. It didn't like take away, but I was just like, eh, there's just some also like a little like, oh, we're so out there a little bit with this but it's fine it didn't didn't hurt anything just to me wasn't necessary yeah i but i i i I didn't mind it it kind of made sense with the everything everywhere all at once and so those were the three chapters i guess Mm -hmm. um but by the time it's like chapter two I, i remember thinking so much has happened already in chapter one what's gonna come next and then chapter two was pretty short chapter three I actually, see, there's not a moment in this movie that I didn't like. I actually, even even for the long, drawn-out aspects, I just, I think they did it really well because it was, there was never slow, it was never slow. Even chapter three that we think dragged on for a while was still constantly cutting between different universes yeah. and different things happening and realizations and revelations and action so it was super packed in. But one of the things I noticed, I, I noticed it the second time through even more, was that entire third act has so much of that emotional music that is designed to make you feel something. Like It's evocative. Or it's evocative. Yeah, it's and supposed it's to be. Really good. Really good at it. But after a half hour of feeling like you're about ready to cry because of something sad or emotional or you're just like wait why do i still feel this way right why am i still feeling this it's like when you're waiting for someone to toss you the ball and they keep pump faking you and you're like okay this time no and then eventually you're just gonna like fuck i don't care go and like they're like oh they're about to connect and actually understand each other nope just kidding wait no let me get a little closer nope yep and that it dragged on and i when i saw that this had a two hour and 20 minute runtime, and then Sitting in the chair, I was getting a little antsy. I'm like, I'm ready for this to end. Yeah. Not like this is bad, but like we've we've already crossed home plate. You know what I mean? You know what it felt like? It felt like we got the director's cut. It did. And it feels like this is the sort of feeling. Like everything that we, they thought could be in the movie, but like 
Yeah. Well, I, for yeah, a couple things. One, you can tell that this movie was very meticulously planned out like, oh, yeah. the whole way through. But second, you could tell if it wasn't a twenty-four, which is known for that kind of indie. Oh, if this type was feel. like a big studio, if this was a big studio, they would have said keep it below two hours. Yeah, for sure. And and it in this case, I think they easily could have trimmed ten. Maybe even 15 minutes. I would say so. Like a nice two-hour runtime has such a better ring to it, looking back. But I wasn't disappointed with it. I, I No, it didn't really take away from the this overall enjoyment. I, I think, you know, we clearly just like what we like. Damn, by the way, we've been agreeing a lot lately. Yeah. I know. We shouldn't do that. It's it. I, when we first started, we said we're always going to be true to ourselves. Remember? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Well, you were not true to me then. Just, yeah, I guess so. Well, thanks for being truthful right now in that you don't remember. What's your favorite movie? I, it's probably changed since you last asked me. Well, what is it now? What do you think it is now? Some of my favorite movies. Just name one. Well, like from... Uh, hey, this, Just name one. Hold on. All I want to do is disagree with you on your favorite movie and tell you it sucks. That was the point of my punchline. Oh. And it dragged out. <laughs> like, like the <laughs> So it did not work. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can tell you what some of my favorite movies are not. No. Yeah. So I, I'll just say I love them. <laughs> um, A New Hope. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, but then like for more of like a critical movies, like I love I love the movie Platoon. I hate it. Oh. Well, you're not, you don't have squad goals. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. What are we doing now? Agreed. We're talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know what all goes into, oh, this person should get nominated for an Oscar versus this person. But if Michelle Yeoh doesn't get some consideration at some award level, then sorely overlooked. She was amazing. I. She was so good. I think every I, single person was amazing. I think, obviously, she's a standout because she's at the center of the whole movie. Yeah. She is the main character. But the other... But sub main characters were so good and how cool is it to see uh you know that's another funny thing you know she they made light it was an ongoing part of how it played out in all these different machinations and whether in some form of alternate reality or just that played out in her head you can decide for yourself mispronouncing things and then having that be a running joke like the whole thing of rakakuni oh yeah but that member and when, then rakakuni is an actual in hilarious. a universe and then it just like, got almost like weird expressive music video weird um but but um remember data 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 from uh, goonies um he would say things incorrectly like do you mean and he's like that's what i said yeah and she would do that as a, like the, the chinese american mom yeah she'd be like do you mean this and like i said that it I love how really she funny. ties her daughter up to a chair. Yeah. She's trying to explain how they're being controlled like puppets, like in the movie Raccoonie. And they're like, what? And she's like, you know, the movie with the raccoon. And then while the daughter is literally tied up from the mom, then it becomes more she just starts to to... cracking up. She's like, do you mean ratatouille? And I, I love how there's this constant understanding about how serious this whole thing is yeah. and how it's universe ending multiple universe endings if if things go wrong but it always finds time for levity yeah it always finds time to make it so that the ridiculous is normal in another universe yeah or things can still be funny in this universe yeah and and but but they also fused it with the action and and the story 
you know, it's it's ridiculous that, and it's kind of funny that she takes over the mind, or not, I should say, takes over the ability and memories of somebody who stands on the corner and spins a sign. But then that allows her to take a shield and just become this, that was, with all of that her was other the part martial of the Matrix, arts. how the ag- agents yeah. just can take over anyone inside of, you know, the Matrix. Yeah, huh, that's yeah, true. That was that very was, matrix That was very Matrixy. A takeaway for me that, I don't know if it was like readily obvious, but I thought it was very sweet and touching is, you know, how the the husband is made to look like weak and like a pushover, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and I think that's honestly kind of a stereotype of like, like Asian men, like, oh, sorry, oh, you know, yeah. they're just weak and, you know, and you can just get one over on them. And he's like, I'm not weak. And remember when he's that confident, like Casablanca version of himself and he like uh, go, goes oh, on yeah, like a little yeah. bit of a, an explanation. He's like, I just choose kindness. That's, yeah, that's my, my fight. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's badass. And he, he was so down for his family, even though he felt like this is pointless. And having been divorced myself, it was oddly similar. Some of the things they were saying to each other, like, I don't hate you, but there's just nothing here. And I was just like, damn, that's like really poignant. And yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was so good. Last time we saw him, he was data. I know. And, and almost if you look at his IMDB, which I have, there's a huge gap. So he has not acted for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, They brought him out of hibernation. But he comes back rocking it. Hitting the ground running. Seeming like, he like he's didn't skip just a beat. A absolute pro. And he was two different characters. He was the yes. alpha verse version of himself. And then he was the version we first met. And, and, he, and his voice changes, the way he walks changes, his confidence, confidence excuse me, changes. Yeah. It reminded me of Moon Knight, which is a previous episode that we've done. Yeah. And, and how, you know, Oscar Isaac was able to switch back and forth to whereas it, in a moment's notice, he was playing two absolutely different characters in the same body. Yeah. And that's exactly what, I'm going to just call him Data because I can't remember his real name. But that's exactly... Waymond. Wayne. It, it, no, no, I mean the actor's name. I can't remember the actor's Ki-hu-kwan. name. Ki-Hu-Kwan? Ki-Hu-Kwan. I'm going to say that in, in good faith. That's okay. what I remember. So Ki-Hu-Kwan just came out doing great as that sort of kind of weaker character. And then also as the super strong character. But then at the very end, you realize they're both equally strong just in different ways. Because the one that you thought was weak is like, no, kindness. And when he's... He was just stabbed by his wife, yeah. and he's telling everybody to calm down, and can't we all just be kind? And it was super emotional, and yeah. like I, it, it definitely hit you, hits you in the feels, and I just thought... Yeah, if you didn't feel something, you might want to get your like soul heart checked. rate checked. Go to a soul doctor. <laughs> yeah, or soul cycle, and start like, spinning. Have you ever been to a soul cycle class? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Well, we'll discuss it on the next episode. So yeah. To look <laughs> wait, forward to. wait for episode 123. Th- four, three. Four? three, one, two, three. It's it's easy. C is one, two, three. You and me. I don't. I actually really don't know that song. Do re mi. A B C. Oh. One, two, three. Baby, you and me now. I think something like that. Yeah. Whatever happened to that little kid? <laughs> <laughs> he's in a. He's in a good place. I'm sure he's got a job at Starbucks or something. You know the old joke about Michael Jackson. No. And Kmart, what do they have in common? No. Oh, you should look it up. <laughs> okay. Not appropriate for a pod? Dude, out of all the shit we've said? That's what I... So that is... But, is if, that's, if you're not saying it, that's why I'm... Maybe it's, it's really not. Okay, so what do Michael Jackson and Kmart have in common? What? They're both known for having little boys' pants half off. 
That's good. Yeah. Our local Kmart burnt down. Oh, it did. And Michael Jackson burnt himself. Yeah. When his hair caught on fire in a Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Why do I know that? Okay. That's why we drink Coke. That's that's why I drink something. (laughs) Yeah. A little something, something. I drink alcohol at night and I think about Michael Jackson with his hair on fire and it gets me through. (laughs) I would drink alcohol to put that memory behind me. Oh, no. I drink to remember it. Oh, whatever brings it to the table. All right. Well, we did like this movie. We did like this movie. <laughs> the the everything everywhere all at once. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, this, there's so much I want to talk about, but I know we don't really have the time. Should we just? Is are we ready to give our summary now? I, I quite yes. Oh wait, good. One last thing I want to yes, say. Yes, please. The dog as a weapon scene fucking had me <laughs> dying. And that's. That's exactly to my point again. How it's a cool action scene. No, very. The choreography in this movie is <laughs> and amazing. They're using a woman uses a dog on a leash as a weapon. Yeah, and it's so ridiculous. It had the vibes of like I can't believe I just saw that. Even though I know it's so goofy and slapstick and obviously fake of um, when the man punted Baxter, you know, <laughs> yeah. from Anchorman. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jenny Slate is she hot? Uh, nah. She mm, was yeah. a, if. If what I saw on screen in this movie from her is any indication, I find her very attractive. Okay. Yeah. She, she... could be part of Jubilong. She's Jewish. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm not making that up. No, I believe you. You know where I actually saw that billboard? I actually saw the billboard first before I went for like funny things that sound fake or something uh-huh. like that. I uh, was on a uh, in freeway in Berkeley. Really? Out, out towards Oakland. Yeah. Oh. So you eat bacon. God's got bigger things to worry about. Jubelong.com. That is literally. I, I mean, I've, that's great. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, it'd be really funny huh. if we created a fake sponsor. Okay. And we thought, ha ha ha, we're so funny. And we then, actually did. Wait. I'm so glad. Then it really? really exists. Yes. So do you remember? Okay, wait. We'll come back to that. Why don't we make our outro discussion? Because we okay, should give this sorry. movie the respect it deserves. What did you feel? Granted, this is not just something... Like, again, this is off a beaten path for us a little bit as far as stuff we would normally talk about. But You I've, mean that it's not a comic book-based movie? Or I anything. mean, honestly, like yeah. we... I find it easier to like put like my overall thoughts, if we were to score it, to those. Whereas this movie is so abstract, I feel like it is hard. I would, though, feet to fire, um, I'd say eight and a half. Okay. Just that last uh, scene, set of scenes, I guess, like the last act... Just as we've already talked about, just dragged on a little too much for me to fully be like, yeah. But it was still a very good movie. I think for me, there's not, there's almost nothing in this movie that I did not like. And a little, a little bit of a, a slight issue of me going, yes, I can, I can recognize when it has gone a little bit long. But in that time, I don't feel like the time was wasted. And Especially watching it again, I realized just how well thought out and planned that this movie was from the get-go. Yeah. I can tell every single scene was just, like, like every aspect, every angle, every little Easter egg that they throw in there mm-hmm. is just so well thought out. Yeah. And you see a little bit more of it when you see it a second time. I absolutely would say a 9.5. Okay, good. I mean, yeah. hey, between the two of us, that's an A. Probably one of the best movies I've seen this year. It, it definitely is going to be um, something, you know, that, uh, that hits on the end of the year list. Best of year uh-huh. come the end of the year. 
Good. Good. All Please right. do go see it. Uh, get ready to have your thinking caps on. Because it's... Well, it, it's not... But I think, actually, I, I like how it's not that deep of a thinker. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you don't... It's not hard to figure out what's happening. I... Well, th- this is you seeing it the second time, though. No, no. I mean, I get that. I was struggling at times. I'm like, wait, what? How did the bagel and the... Well, no, I think and the jubo- some of that doesn't isn't supposed to really make sense. That's, oh. I think the point... I, unless I'm wrong and you're right, I don't get it, but... Oh, who? And that's the thing. It's it's art. It's open to interpretation. Yeah. And I love that. By the way, just speaking of interpretation, we don't know if this movie actually happens. Like, if the yeah. s- the um, story plots of the movie actually happen, or if it's one of those, it's all in her head, trying to deal with this broken marriage and challenging relationship with her daughter. Yeah, you you don't know. I. You, no, you don't. I would like to pr- think I know, but that's just... And that's kind of the fun of the movie. Regardless, I was encouraged just leaving the theater, like... Also, the message is like, hey, just have an open mind. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, literally. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> but... And also, metaphorically. Yep. That was a good takeaway. Okay. So, the fake sponsor... Yes. That actually came to roost. I found out to Reddit. And if anyone accuses us of plagiarizing or copying, right, infringement, not intentional, but... Some I would say probably like somewhere between a year and two years ago, mm-hmm. we had our cover fest, which we made up a bunch of like funny sounding uh, bands. And one of the bands, and I actually contributed this mm-hmm. in my head, actually was real as confirmed by Reddit. So you know the subreddit, There Was An Attempt? Uh-huh. So it was, There Was An Attempt uh, by my mom to take me to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. And then it turned out there was indeed a Red Hot Chili Pipers, a Red Hot Chili Pepper cover band who is all bagpipes. So I mean that I well, mean that's uh, I mean that's just a pun. So that's not like we went way out of into yeah. space to pull that one out or like super deep like so I'm like actually that makes sense, you know. And jokes get repeated, but I was like not that anyone would, but if someone's like, "Oh yeah, you just copied," I'm like, "No, genuinely, I did not know that was a thing. It's not like I searched them out first. Hmm. That was just a, a funny play on words I had in my head, you know, a pun." So, how about that? Huh. So, Pears for Bears, the fe- Tears for Fears cover band, cover that band, Pears to Bears, <laughs> where they eat pears and dress as bears. <laughs> no, no, no. There was, what was there it? was caged bears on stage, and they feed like <laughs> was that pears to the bears, like in between each song <laughs> okay. that they still just cover from Tears I for don't Fears. Remember. We're stupid. Yeah, we are. Thanks for allowing us to be stupid. And, yeah, um, dude, we have a lot to talk about. As this is such a good time for. Um, a streaming consumption right now. I just finished the first part of the last season of Stranger Things. I have not started. So don't be in a rush because the second part, which is another like seven episodes, and they're like movies. They're like, I think like the shortest episode is an hour and five and like longest one's like 133 because they're wow. realizing this is the end. So they're packing it in a la like the last season of Game of Thrones. Hopefully they stick the landing a little better. But first part is great. Loved it. Um, so when the second part comes along, be able to view that talk about that the boys just started uh kenobi's going right now i'm just like i'm loving so much of the content yeah and it, it is hard this is the great debate like would we rather just have the netflix dump or the week by week i always feel like i come back to that and i love watching week to week but then i'm like i can't hit next yeah. i can't autoplay the next one that can be so frustrating especially with how they purposely you know parcel things out but yeah it's it's a great time and Aww. you're a great friend so Aww. thank you well, we got a lot to talk about in our future episodes. We really do. Um, until then, if you feel fit to give us a like, a review, 
um, a listen to anything we've done in the past, please do it all. Have sma- smash that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel so generic saying this shit, but you know, it would be greatly appreciated. So anything you see fit to uh, give us, rate and review us. Um, if you want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at Random Fandom WBB. We have an email. RandomFandomCast at gmail.com. Yep, and we'd love to hear from you. I'd like to end with a, a famous, an awesome quote in geek history. Please. I'm going to look a little inward on this one. Stay geeky. Huh. Oh, wait, that's you. Yeah. Damn it. What do I say? <laughs> What's my awesome quote in our own geek history? Being a fan of the fandom. Thank you for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky. There it is. <laughs>